0: is Chris Morales and I'm one of the pastors here at New about Baptist Church. You're tuning into our Family Talk podcast. Family Talk is a compilation of membership memoirs of New about Baptist Church, sharing testimonies for the glory of God, life lessons, stories and gems for the next generation. And today is Friday, August 19th, 2022. And I'm sitting here today with?
1: Megan Rogan.
0: All right. Rogan. Yes. Oh man, it's been almost three years and I think I've been saying... Rogan. Rogan.
1: I, everyone says it something different and uh, then I never correct people because I figure <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. I know exactly who they're talking about and then you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. it's, it's, not, it's not just Megan. I like to call her <laughs> Dr. Meg sometimes but um, you know it's what let's see what time is it now? It is oh it's still early 9 38 yeah. earlier morning for for you or?
1: Uh, this is not typically early for me. Uh, usually work is like 7.15, start right, at the latest, right. For those who six. don't know, work is... Yeah, work is... Uh, I'm a physician. I was about to say resident physician, but as of yesterday, that's no longer accurate um, for the Army. So I work here at the military hospital, and yeah, so work is working as a doc.
0: Working as a doc. <laughs> and you are... 20 28. Eight. I was gonna yep. say nine. Nope. Not Almost. Yet. Next spring. Ah, next spring. Okay. So, yep. Okay. 28. 28. Dr. Meg. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been, I, I haven't had much, uh, I don't have much friends, peers that I get to throw that around with. So I always <laughs> end up calling you that at service or something.
1: I, I remember <laughs> that being one of the first things early on that I really like was so excited about because um, at my past church in Virginia where I was at medical school, um, there was, a number of folks there including the pastor there who i really loved that all called me megs and it was just like a name that like kind of came out of that and like even a roommate in undergrad who also called me megs and it was just like i never told anyone that people called me that oh. and so i remember the first time you called me meg or megs and i was like oh how did he like know my, my nickname <laughs> like the nickname that people call me when they like know me but no one knows that they uh, that that's a nickname and so yeah. um i remember like one of the first times you said that i was like I feel so excited and at home. <laughs>
0: oh, I'm glad, <laughs> so. I'm glad I said that. Yeah, yeah, oh, right so. on. <laughs> you know, that, that's, and that's truly how nicknames should be, yes. should, should happen, huh? Yeah. That's great. Um, I was just reflecting on our time, uh, or the, the time that I've gotten to know you, and, and I realized, yeah, so you've been here, you've been attending for about three years, a yep. member maybe two and a half.
2: Yeah.
0: Something, uh, like, that. something like that. I mm-hmm. think two years ago in February, mm-hmm. uh, you joined the church, and... Um, I actually, I mean, and we'll get there as we go through your story, but like I was just before we got to get into it, one thing I was very, one of the reasons why I'm very excited to interview with you today. And, and, you know, our project is, um, you know, life lessons, stories and gems for the next generation. And much of the bulk of our podcast project so far has been members who've been faithfully here for like, you know. 40, 50, 60 some years. Uh, and I know that you've listened to some of the, the interviews and stuff like that. And so to, to even now drop and say that, you know, Megan's been a member for about two and a half years, it's almost like the listener, <laughs> if they've been listening to most of them, be like, oh. Quite the contrast. You know, how do we go from like 50 to two? Um, but, you know, since you've been here, and I think one of the great testimonies and joys of God's church is that whether it's five months or 50 years, our God is so great and powerful and so dense that he accomplishes so much um, with so little. And, you know, um, you being the youngest one I've done this with, I I think it's, I'm glad that we're starting in this way. Um, It wasn't just so random, if you're listening. It was also because uh, in about a week or so, Megan's going to be going away. She's going to be leaving and she's going to South Korea. Um, and, and so, but since she's been here in the two and a half, three years she's been around, uh, Megan has just been so dear to us and such a treasure in our church and has blessed us tremendously um, by her presence and her faithful uh, Christian living that I thought, man, we before you depart, we got to have a conversation. Because um, I do think that there's many more members in our church who would be greatly edified by your life, if, even if they didn't have the had the chance to meet you mm-hmm. or have a conversation with you before you leave. Right. Um, as I was thinking and praying through this, I was like, man, uh, let's give them that opportunity since we have it like yeah. this in this way. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, anyway, yeah, if you're a church family member and you're listening to this and you, you didn't realize that Megan's leaving, she'll be leaving us in about a week. And um, but we'll have her contact, we'll have her address. And again, I, like I told her, this isn't aloha forever. It's um, I'll check you in a little bit. I'll, I'll goodbye, but I'll see you soon. And so uh, there's that bittersweet there. Um, but anyway, uh, let's go ahead and, and get into the conversation and just ask the Lord to, to lead us as we go. Um, so Meg, how, how long have you been a Christian?
1: Yeah, so uh, I have been a Christian as long as I can remember, which um, when I was younger, like, bothered me that that was, like, how it was. Because I was like, I don't have a date to yeah. say, like, I became a Christian at this time yeah. or this age. And yeah. so, um, but looking back at it, like, I'm actually really thankful because God has been so faithful in my life I don't remember not being a Christian
0: that's praise God yeah no thing. you know and and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna linger on this we won't rush through this but yeah. um I, I do want you to keep in mind like I've been meeting with some of our children in the mm-hmm. church um one in particular with his father and you know he's he's a young man uh in the single digits mm-hmm. and it's just it's so I'm so wowed but when we we're sitting down, we're having these conversations about his faith, what yep. w- like the gospel, mm-hmm. the content of it and i am a, I am again and again floored by like well these Kiki believe yeah like they really do believe and so i I do am excited to hear your testimony in this way and that um speak to the child in our church too because we have we have a handful who I think are are right there where they they believe and yet i'm I'm wondering if perhaps later or now this would be encouraging for them because maybe they too are like, yeah, I don't remember when I did yeah. not believe. So anyway, um, so with that, that means, um, I mean, I know you can't, it's hard for you to put an age on it, but what, yeah. I mean, try to think, like what, how old were you though, when you started, ha- can, that you can remember that yeah. you had this consciousness of God and
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah, go ahead. And, yeah. and then maybe even how, how, how that began. Right, like, right. When did you first hear about God and things like that?
1: so i grew up going to church um i often think of uh, the passage where paul is talking about you know like follow me as i follow christ Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and almost like that example of um i have had that in my life where there have been faithful christians that i have gotten to watch and see um and grow from throughout my entire life starting with my parents being faithful and bringing us to church every week that we were home Mm. um from before i can remember before i had consciousness and so wow. i'm sure i heard the gospel before i even understood what words were and so it was never a n- at, there was never a time where it was new to me right um apparently and it was
0: just you were washed it was just being washed over you yeah yeah uh, over even, and over uh for the record too do you mind telling uh um, what state that was, mom and dad's name.
1: (laughs) Yep. Um, so my, my parents, Bob and Beth, uh, Mm. they lived in Wisconsin, grew up in Wisconsin and I was born in Wisconsin. Um, that's where our church was in, in Southeast Wisconsin. And I actually, um, I, my parents still live in the house I grew up in. Um, (laughs) that is, yeah, they've never moved in my, my entire life. Uh, and they still go to the church, uh, that I, uh, grew up at. They started attending that church when I, Uh, I'm sorry, when my parents were dating, uh, my dad's family started going there. They had both gone to, you know, different churches. My mom Mm. grew up Catholic, my dad grew up Lutheran, and then there was, um, they started dating, and, um, my dad's family moved to this non-denominational church that was getting started, and, um, or had been getting started for a couple years, and so, um, they started going there together, and then, um, when they got married, they kept going and had kids and kept going, and so um, kids, kids, so kids plural. Kids, so plural, so <laughs> and? me and my older brother. Right. Um, so he's two and a half years older than me. He still lives in Wisconsin. I uh, joke that I'm the oddball who left. Um, <laughs> almost all of my family, including like aunts and uncles, still live there for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I yeah. I want to get on
0: a side tangent, but growing up, I had a best friend from Wisconsin. Yeah. I don't know if I, I think I told you that.
1: I I can't remember, but his name was Bucky. Okay,
0: <laughs> actually, Jeremy, nicknamed Bucky Benson, okay, so Jeremy, if you ever hear this and just say in childhood, yep, <laughs> I thought you were my best friend, and so anyway, yeah, Wisconsin, that's all I can Wisconsin. recollect yep,
1: yep. So, <laughs> okay,
0: so brother, mom, dad, yep. uh, and so this non denominational church they were going to before you were born, yep, okay, yep. okay,
1: so they kept going there um from before I was born, um and so we we went there my whole life um oh. and I remember being in, like, kids' church. It, it was a really large church, too, so I guess okay. that kind of gives some context to it. Okay. It was um, at the time we were going when I was growing up, I think on a Sunday, it would between, be between six and 7,000 people. Wow. Um, so it was a mega church as you wow. would call wow. it. Um, yeah. So definitely had, like, some different set up to, to right. smaller churches right. in, in some regards. So there was, like, kids' church, but that was still, like, a couple hundred kids. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so there were, like, small group breakouts from that and things. And I remember doing that. Um, when I was probably in early elementary school um, and we would have like summer camps that we would do in the summer and I I often think about those times because I know and and I try and think about like what was my attitude when I was at those camps because there's of course the times where it's like teaching and then times where it's just free time to go do things and and I think about like sometimes when I was a kid there were there were those times I would go to those camps and I like had zero interest in the teaching so I sometimes wonder I'm like maybe maybe I really didn't get it or or Mm -hmm. maybe I did but I just was young in my faith obviously (laughs) as a young person um but i do remember even probably like fourth fifth grade reaching a point where when i went to those camps uh Mm. i enjoyed the teaching times Mm. more than the the times of going to do fun things like not that those weren't good that's neat just wanting to hear the teaching
0: no i i appreciate you mentioning that like to say you enjoyed it yeah like that you know i'm I'm just thinking me as a young parent those young children I think that's something I'm going to pray for and look for.
2: Yeah.
0: Like that my son, my daughter would enjoy Mm -hmm. family worship time when we're reading the Bible. Um, And pray for that. Look for that. Identify that. And so just to rewind a little bit, Mm -hmm. because we didn't get too far along in your life yet. Um, Your parents the church mm-hmm. and the passage you said, I think is so beautiful. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. You had mm-hmm. not just from your parents, but a church body that was modeling for you as a keiki reverence, worship to God. Yep. And you were hearing the gospel again and again, washed over you. Yes. Um, and so, and then I think you mentioned that these, these, these camps, um, third, fourth grade, there was a, there was a, there was a, growth in your attitude Mm -hmm. um, if you were to just assess looking back now when when do you when do you believe that you started to hear the gospel more clearly Um, because I know that it's one of those things when you hear something your whole life right it's kind of just it's there which which I think is a word to the church and our parents in that Mm -hmm. I I was flipping earlier because in second Timothy three verse 15 it says how from childhood Mm -hmm. you've been acquainted with sacred writing so that's interesting you know and that word childhood it it gives Mm -hmm. low down you Mm -hmm. know like cakey time baby infant time and and so this is i I see you as an example of this like you're getting acquainted with the sacred writings it's being sung over you taught over you Mm -hmm. um and then by the grace of god at a young age you started to have these impulses like oh this is enjoyable Uh, but if you look back where would you say like you know um and i'm not again i'm not trying to help you find a specific moment or date just like kind of in general like when did you start to realize like the truths of the gospel and you you started to hear it your heart started to hear it
1: yeah i think it was probably second or third grade okay uh, if i had to like pick a specific time because i know before that like i i definitely like went to church and and heard things and understood um but yeah it was definitely in in that in that range somewhere second Mm. or third grade if i had to pick um at the very latest fourth grade
0: and it was probably just like and i'm guessing so you Mm. can clarify for me it was like (laughs) over the stretch of time it's like that part of the truth just like clicked yeah. and then because not like it's like like the first time you heard it and then it boom right it right. was one of those like oh that's what mom meant or that's what dad said mm-hmm. or when the when the sunday school teacher or the pre- the preacher was communicating something it's kind of like it was absorbed you were grasping it
1: right right it, yeah okay i would say that's pretty accurate i yeah i oftentimes now in thinking back about it like to think that i understood it to the extent that i could because right a a third grader as much as they're awesome and i love third graders they don't understand to the same extent that an adult will and so um there's obviously like plenty of truths that i Mm. had zero grasp on and Mm -hmm. even like plenty Mm -hmm. of like history and bible that i just didn't understand at all but um yeah the the, like basic core important truths and, and then like that attitude of desire to understand them yeah, um yeah, i think it was yeah. sometime around there that i i can in my recollection uh yeah, yeah. like remember that
0: yeah so so in that second third grade ish time mm-hmm. would you say the fullness of the gospel was starting to get grasped? meaning you were aware of your sin yeah like like you, you found yourself like um, or was it just parts of? It was more like it, it kind of all got rounded out then.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, could, do you mind I just sharing stuff? But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I think, like um, moments I re-
0: you can remember yep. being broken. Um, yeah. Yeah, finding finding strength in the cross, like stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Right. I remember uh, being probably uh, in. We called it junior church, I think. Um, It was something that my parents actually helped lead for some of the time that I was in. It was probably between second and fifth grade, if I remember right. 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 Um, And it was was great because we would... we would like one week we would all get together and they'd split us into different groups and um some would be the like worship team some would be the like teaching team to tell the story like a skit or whatever someone be like the ushers and then we'd all practice that and okay. talk about yeah, it and then yeah. the next week we'd put it all together and have uh-huh. like a small service that okay. we all put on for each other essentially uh-huh. um and there were also various times in that when we would do activities about like thinking about like how do you know that you're saved like what what mm. is your testimony essentially mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. asking a bunch of second to to fifth graders to think about their testimony right. is, is sometimes a challenge because s- some of them even if they like have been going to church probably still yeah. don't believe and yeah. and yeah. unfortunately some may never believe but right. to even ask that question to think about like what does that mean mm. i i have specific recollection of sitting there trying to think about how do i know that i'm a christian or how did i become a christian well, and, and not time. being able to figure out like how that happened or when right. that happened but just being very sure that like I know that like the truths of being a Christian, the important factors of Mm. recognizing that I'm a sinner and recognizing Mm -hmm. that Christ Mm -hmm. who is God came and died for those sins. Like Mm. I knew that I understood that. Mm. So whether I could pinpoint exactly how or when that happened, I knew that it was true that I understood that. Praise God. Um, And so, yeah, it was, it was probably in those times that I I definitely know that I knew. Wow.
0: Praise God. What a gift. Yeah. What a grace, you know, I think that's exactly how it is, whether you're second grade or whether you're 20 years old. It's just, you know, those. And I love that you're bringing that out for us, where it it really is not just merely a shift in information in your mind. There's an Mm -hmm. attitude in your heart. Yeah. Like you're aware. And I think that's the thing. There's an awareness that God graces you with, like awareness that apart from Christ, you got no chance. Yep. There's a fearfulness that enters the heart, right? The proverb writer, the fear of the Lord is the beginning. And it kind of just, Genesis is that like, oh my gosh. And then when you hear of Christ, there's this pull in your heart. you just like, yeah, I want him. And, and even if you can't fully articulate all the doctrines, mm-hmm. that, that's what's essential. It's faith in Christ. Yeah, And so beautiful, beautiful. And then, I mean, so when that started happening, I mean, did you... Did you voice up about it? Did you like get baptized? Um how, like like take us a little bit there. So yeah. so you'd say, you can't remember like it's you've been a Christian as long as you've uh, remembered,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Um if you wanted to put an age-ish on it, it'd be second grade yeah, around that around time. Mm-hmm uh so i don't know how old the second grader is how old (laughs) six or seven six or seven okay like seven or eight seven Mm -hmm. or eight okay so um 20 years then Mm -hmm. 20 plus years possibly yeah Yeah. then walking with the lord yep hey there you go (laughs) there you go Ah, two decades of journey um so the beginning of that though so so just tell us a little bit about the nuts and bolts i mean because you're at a non-denominational church and Mm -hmm. again that can be played out differently so yeah just tell us a little bit you got baptized as soon as those things started coming full or <laughs> you went home, told mom, dad, um, what, what happened?
1: No, uh, I did not get baptized right away. It was, it was not at that time. Um, I kind of continued to go to all of those same things, cool. progress or all the, you yep. know, different age group related things, whatever they were, the different yep. teachings, yep. um, going to camps and things. And actually you kind of mentioned something that made me think of this earlier, but I'm going to forget if I don't mention it. That's I, fine. I've always loved, Um, the way our church did kind of two things that I I think back on there's plenty but two that are coming to mind right now that I uh, loved was that during the school year, there was school age teaching, mm-hmm. so I would be in children's church or whatever that looked like for mm-hmm. my age group mm-hmm. um, and there were multiple services, so I would often go to that one service and when my parents were also being leaders, uh, like I said for a time, they right, were the right, leaders right. in the group that I was in, and right. for a time, they were also leaders for um, like child care or other age groups right. um, and then we would go to service together uh, for the other service That's and awesome. um, then during the summers there there wasn't really children's church there was like childcare for like the little 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 ones um but during the summer i would sit in service and yeah i remember like sitting they would they would have like a children's bulletin that was like you know can you find these words in the the pastor's like sermon and things so like i could not grasp like the depth of the theology that they were expounding on but i could you know at least pay attention to find these words and i and the things that you learn from sitting in in church with, you know, big church with the adults, right? And just listening and watching. And that's something that in like retrospect, I really, really love and appreciate because I think that's so important. And it's, I mean, it's definitely a debate, you know, should you have children's church? Should you have like separate Sunday school for kids and all those things we could get into, but not the important part. The important part was, I think it it was both. Like I got teaching that was on my level that I I could understand that was like geared towards not trying to be super philosophical, but just trying to help children understand. Yes. um, yeah. But also was in, you know, big church in, and yeah. in watching uh, what everyone around me was doing, mm. all the adults, uh, my parents, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the other you know members of the congregation and just hearing that. And so it wasn't like a crazy transition for me either, because right. I think that's sometimes right. hard for people um, if they grew up in the church and did all this like children's right. church stuff. Right. And then suddenly they become an adult and there's like none of that. And they're yeah. like, I don't relate to what church is. Exactly. Um, and exactly. that wasn't the case for me. So uh, I really appreciate that. that. So that's one really important thing. And I think the other really important thing that definitely like plays into my story and I think a lot more ways than I think about uh, is that every fall we would have um, something that we called Harvest Fest. Mm-hmm. So it was like perfect, right? It's like normal like harvesting season comes around and um, it's fall and pumpkins and all the things that you're <laughs> thinking of in that regard. Like mm-hmm. the the Harvest Fest was about missions work. And so wow. we had, wow. because of being a large church, we supported a lot of missionaries. And so every fall, they would come back, or at least some of them would come back, and there would be a whole week where, um, you know, the bookend Sundays, the preaching was about missions, and during the week on on the weeknights, um, they would have different teachings, and, and um, like breakout sessions, and all those things, and I remember being excited for Harvest Fest every wow. year, and wow. so, I mean, obviously you know this, I don't, uh, not everyone who's listening to this probably does, um, but I really have a heart for missions, yes. and I yes. definitely attribute that to um, wow. In a large part, those that's times, really, That's really because yeah. I heard missionaries come back and talk, and um, just the importance of that. Yeah. And so, yeah. uh, those are things that our, our church did that I really loved. That I just didn't want to miss mentioning, no, but yeah, I, so I appreciated so you much. Know,
0: even listening to this now live, coming from you, um, in the life of our church. You know, I know mm-hmm. I mentioned that we have children that are God's doing a mighty work in their lives, but just in the life of our church, like we are now, like with our our servants, our leadership teams, uh, children ministry directors, and things like that. Um, these are very these are present present things right now that we're praying that our children growing up would, in a sense, experience what you're telling me right now, where yeah. um, they're hearing the gospel truths and the doctrines. They're the transition or to to be a part of the the, the corporate worship mm-hmm. as a means in in evangelizing but training up for missions i mean we're trying to see how all these things are working together harmoniously Mm -hmm. um and so i just really think like man like for me as one of the pastors here and then i hope i would actually i'm probably going to commend much of our leadership team leaders to listen to this because i think that's something um i think you're 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 now being an example a model um for what we could how we could show our children Christ, yeah. and and see that desire for the mission just kind of well up, like naturally, as they hear God's word, and so I think that's really encouraging. I I, I like that that first part you mentioned, um, you're able to now look and attribute to your experiences growing up as a child, like man, to, to be, even though I couldn't comprehend and grasp everything Pastor was saying, like, because uh, we have worksheets like that too for our Kiki and service, and, yeah. and now I think like when I look over at them like that, I'm just I'm going to hear your voice in my head and just think, man, yep. Just get acquainted, man. Just let it wash over you. Um, get those images ingrained and how crazy, because I know that you do, um, one of the things that i that I think marked you when I first met you was your heart for missions. And so to hear that, that heart was being nurtured yep, way back to your cakey times mm-hmm. is very, um, inspiring for me, uh, when I think of our children, uh, I know you know my story a bit, and, and that's I think I would say I'm right there with you, mm-hmm. growing up in this church, hearing about missionaries. Yeah. Um, I mean, at one point I was honest; I was it terrified. Me, so I was like, yeah, f- forget <laughs> missions. That's not for me. <laughs> um, but as my heart became inflamed for Christ, mm-hmm. those stories and those testimonies. Um, and seeing it played out in the Bible it right. did I had a there was a time before pastoral ministry I was I wanted to be a missionary I was right. like ready to go yeah. 19 years old let's go to China whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and yeah. I almost <laughs> almost got there but yeah. um you know in God's way uh, my heart for the the mission field has not changed it's just mm-hmm. perhaps my role is different yeah. right now yep. um, and maybe one day I will go um, but I, I sure hope and pray that as that's burning in your heart sister yeah I trust and believe God will see it through. Yeah. And I'm excited that our church gets to play a part in that, yeah. you know? Um, but anyway, um, yeah, we can, I'll, we'll come back to that I'll later probably. Can, yeah. Yeah. I can jump back and definitely yeah, answer the original yeah, question that,
1: that you asked that I, that really, I jumped yeah, no, off wait, from. Yeah, yeah. So you were, you were asking about uh, like baptism and how that kind of yeah, all played yeah, okay, okay, out. Okay. So, so yeah. Um, yeah. Cause
0: then, cause then I guess the next question I was going to ask is how long have you been a church member? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of fascinating because you, your story tells us, I mean, we can go into a lot of trails with your story (laughs) because you were going to a (laughs) non-denominational church I heard the gospel got saved there um Mm -hmm. you've been attending there for some okay now how long have you been faithfully going to that that church with your family yeah so I went to that church
1: all through childhood it was um as far as when I uh I continued to like like I said go to those uh Sunday schools and and camps and all those things and and grow and it was in uh seventh grade for me when I um just being exposed to scripture and over and over again, I was like, hmm, Christians are supposed to get baptized. Right. And yeah. I've never been baptized. Wow. But I'm a Christian. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I was like, well, well why shouldn't I? Mm. And
0: that's good. I need
1: to be, you know, faithful to what has been asked of us that's as Christians. Great. And that's so great. Um, I chose to get baptized the summer after seventh grade wow. so um
0: and so just with that realization you took the initiative to go and approach yes. the pastor
1: yeah so That's we great. uh we had i think it was two or three times a year maybe that they did baptism so okay. it was a thing that came up periodically right, right um right. in the winters and things right, and right. it would be in the baptismal and, and in the summers we had a pond out mm-hmm. out um in the um, yard essentially yeah um and so i yeah during my seventh grade year uh, I don't remember exactly when it was, but one of those came up and I, I saw the like announcement for it and I was like, this is it. This wow. is like my opportunity. I looked at it and that and said, well, well, I haven't yet and I need to. Yeah. I, like yeah. I have to be faithful yeah. to that. And so, um, I, I told my parents and I, I contacted whoever it was and yeah. um, there was like a, a little bit of a class like that you went through to like, you know, that's talk really through and, and make sure that you understood what that meant. That's great. Um, and it was adults and children. It was the full thing. And, and nice. then, uh, that's really encouraging. Yeah. And it was that summer. Yeah. So it was, it was August twelfth, two thousand and seven, yeah, uh, out in the yeah. pond at yeah. our church. So. I, I'm
0: kind of curious um, when you told your parents, like, mm-hmm. how, like how, how did how did they walk you through with it, like, just yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I honestly don't remember the conversations around that, and we just said uh, they were approving. Yeah, they were excited. approving, and yeah. they said, yeah, we'll take you, we'll take yeah. you to the times you need to be there, yeah. and and then the whole family came to my baptism, or at least um, the Christians in our family. So. Um my my dad's side of the family is uh like all believers, yeah, um yeah. my mom's side of the family not as much. Yeah. Um and so my dad's side of the family, uh they all came. we, yeah, we yeah. I remember like having a picnic afterwards. I remember all the things about that that day. Um, but I don't remember the conversations I had with my parents about it. And mm. and maybe this is something that um is kind of like a hard point in, in my faith and like my my childhood. Um, and like I said, I loved that my parents took us to church, that right. they participated in things. Right. But something that I struggled with a little bit more as I grew up and actually became kind of a tension point when I was in high school was I struggled in terms of I I knew we went to church and I knew that we were all Christians, but right. it wasn't always something that we talked about more than just in the car on the way home from church mm. um, or when my parents were like in, you know, the the like Bible study groups that Mm -hmm. are leading Mm -hmm. Bible study groups that I was in. And so that was something that I maybe wish was different. And I think Mm -hmm. my parents in retrospect probably wish was different too. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I, I know that my parents are like faithful Christians, but I also, we didn't have like family Bible study or Mm -hmm. like worship time or any of those Mm -hmm. types of things Mm -hmm. that I see um, now and think what would that have been like to have? I mean, we, Yeah. we maybe did uh, every now and then I remember like reading you know some like you know like Christian fiction things mm-hmm, you know like mm-hmm. you know the left yeah. behind series all yeah. those funny <laughs> <laughs> sorts of things so like it wasn't that we never talked about faith or, or never like ignore or that we ignored it but right. um I I primarily had those discussions like at church and surrounding church mm-hmm, and with those mm-hmm, people so mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. I had those good examples to look at but we didn't necessarily have those conversations I hear you yeah so, yeah
0: you had like the faithful solid modeling uh, you're yes. looking back hindsight almost like how, how how neat would have been to have a little bit more hands-on uh, deliberate yeah discipleship in the right. home kind of thing yeah with, yep. with yeah yeah and you know um even with that though i, I was also thinking um i'm glad in regards to baptism mm-hmm. that it doesn't sound like as you're growing up through your childhood even though you were professing faith and, and going to church that your parents didn't force or coerce oh, yeah. <laughs> or say, you know, Hey Meg, you need to go get, you know, like mm-hmm. you got to get in that tank, you know, like, yeah. and I, and I just really want to commend them for that. Cause I think that's, uh, sometimes that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm a product of that. Yeah. I- I've gone through the mode of baptism multiple times as a child. Right. Uh, and then my, my one true believer's baptism wasn't until later yeah. when I was a lot more um, grounded and right. aware and so i think that's an encouragement maybe perhaps to the parent who might be listening that is um they're seeing their child show signs of regeneration
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh they're they're interested they're enjoying the lord they're enjoying church um but i think what was a great model and example from your parents was they waited for you to bring those things f- to fruition together and you out of an act of obedience responded, i'm a mm-hmm. christian yep I should be baptized. yeah. Um, and then you asserted yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, and again, we, um, mom and dad aren't here to speak to that. I would love yeah. to hear their thoughts on <laughs> that because I, I wonder if there was times where they were like, should we tell her or should we not? Or, yeah. or like, you know, but I, I just really liked that they were modeling, they were present, they were there. And yeah. when you were ready to take steps of obedience, they supported you. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah.
1: It was probably also around that time where there was like a, so baptism was never something that I remembered being like a specific, like, like recommendation sounds like the wrong word, but right, recommendation right. within like wherever you were as a child in like Sunday school and things. But I do remember there being it, um, kind of like a, a built-in time of learning about communion mm, um, good, and, good, and leading yeah. up to our first communion. Yes, and, and so yes, it was sometime yes. around then when I was like 11, 12, somewhere right, in there right, as well, right. which i'm thinking about that right would have been somewhere around my seventh grade year mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um and so i don't know maybe some of it spurred from that i can't quite remember but no, it was yeah. it was definitely at that time where there was kind of a set you know if you're in you know this age group sunday school this year part of it will be that we talk about communion and and that's, i think they good. yeah that's they really called good. the like Course sounds like the weird word too, but the course or this this t- yeah. section yeah. of time yeah. that we yeah. talked about it is like the, the remember me course mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. you know, echoing Christ's words mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. do this in remembrance of me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was somewhere around there as well that I um, first took communion. And so, mm-hmm. um, even though I, I would say that I, I believed and understood earlier, right. um, communion, right. like was a, a thing that you didn't do until you took that class at our church uh, for at least I right think for that's the kids. Good. I think that's um, yeah. and so making sure that we understood and had been walked through, like, that's why right. do we do this? So yeah. there was like a reverence yeah. to that. Yes. Um, yeah. and so yeah. it was, like I said, I, I think I definitely believed before then, but mm-hmm. it was sometime mm-hmm. around those years where, yeah. um, I, I kind of was able to participate in the things yeah. that were the evidences of that in That's terms great. of communion and baptism. And, That's great. and so I do That's remember great. those times, too.
0: That is great. That's what I, No, I'm just so, uh, you know, and I think hearing now more backstory to your life, it makes sense to me now mm-hmm. more. Because I, I, got, I got to receive you and meet you, girl, where <laughs> you, you're just a lot much more mature yeah. and grounded. Mm-hmm. And, and it's fun to look back with you in your life and see <laughs> the moments and times where God was doing the grounding work. Like yes. really laying that foundation and to see practically how it fleshed out. You know, I mean, just as a child, you're being acquainted with the scriptures. Mm-hmm. It's washed over you. Uh, as far as for the, mar- the 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 ordinances, it's not something that's rushed. It's not something that's just mm-hmm. done because everyone else is doing it Th- yeah. there was a lot of teaching, a lot of patience, a lot of waiting and um and I think just starting off from such a young age by the time you were in middle school age-ish, uh, you just it was it was legit. and so yeah. I just think that's that's very that's beautiful and mm-hmm. that it's so great it's 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 Oh, so, yeah, anyway, <laughs> praise God for that. Because I think that's something um, I really hope and pray that, 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 that those specifics that you shared mm-hmm. really does help our parents here at our, our church. Because yeah. um, praise be to God that we have a lot of little ones in the gathering running around. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like even how you mentioned that the corporate worship gathering, just <laughs> everyone together as a family. And, and, and again, I try to remind the church, you know, here and there, like, you know, mm-hmm. the parents are here, but we are all as a family. We're discipling the little ones yes. um, and we're shepherding them by modeling Mm-hmm. Uh, our reverence and and our high view of Scripture. So, I think it's 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 encouraging because I'm thinking of the faces of the kids that I've spoken with recently, yeah. and and just to see, to hear you share that, and to kind of almost see it like that's totally them right now. Mm-hmm. And and so maybe even if they're listening to this, you know, yeah. like please be encouraged, young man, young woman, and keep enjoying Jesus, Mm -hmm. uh, keep marveling at him and keep reading your Bible. And as, as the word of God is speaking and you're hearing it, believe it and respond and, and do it with mom and dad. Um, it's how it's, it's how we're supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so that's, that's beautiful. So, so again, you got baptized, but there was, I'm I'm assuming was there membership known membership? Yeah. Yeah. So
1: membership was also something that, um, Gosh, I was probably in late middle school, early high school, where there was also uh, an option to do like like a junior membership class, essentially. So. Membership was was something that you could you could opt into in, in a sense mm-hmm. um, at, at some point around then. So I, it was after you know first communion. It was after I was baptized mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, where that kind of came up as an option. I can't quite remember the age you had to be for it, but there was an age where where you were allowed to become a junior member and and it was junior member because technically when we had like the yearly uh, like business meeting you right. technically couldn't like or a something minor like that because you're yeah. you're not an an adult, an adult right see, right so oh, otherwise like there was nothing in t- in terms of the huh. um, like restrictions or anything on that but okay. you know but okay. it was just that you were you were a minor who who became a, a member I of remember. the church and so i remember becoming a member i think it was probably when i was in high school i was maybe like 16 if okay. i if i had okay. to put a year on it but okay. i can't, i can't quite recall there wasn't anything big or fancy about it it was uh maybe a couple weeks of of classes that we did and i can remember the classroom in the wing of the hospital where, (laughs) where we sat and talked about it um that's neat and so yeah then we we became members but um i i don't think the understanding of like what membership meant like, I, I, it wasn't that I did that insincerely. I, right. I was yeah. very sincere yeah. about it. Like, yeah. I was committed to that church. I was yeah. a believer, and yeah. I understood that you, you needed to be a part of a church. Right. Um, but my understanding of membership, I think, changed drastically uh, when I lived in Virginia. Or maybe mm-hmm. I thought about it more ever okay. Um, okay. than before, because mm-hmm. between there, when I went to undergrad, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was not a member of a church for any of that okay. time. Um, I went, I went for three years. Right. Um, so and left home, this is college yeah, years. Yeah, so this right. is college years then kind of jumping ahead. I um, went to Illinois for school to a Christian college and so we had chapel twice a week and so it's mm-hmm. very easy to become complacent and thinking right. like I'm hearing scripture and, um, you know, we had weekly Bible studies with our mm-hmm. dorms and right, things right, that we could right, go to right. and, you um, and the excuse of like not having a car and all those things. And so I, oh, I have yeah. a heart for all the, all the college students who like have a really hard time. Yeah. Um, speak to them. Yeah, They're absolutely. Listening. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't that I didn't have faith cause I still believed. I know there are plenty of people who leave home, go to college and, and they just don't even know that they believe anymore. That yeah. was not the case for me. I, yeah. I definitely knew I believed. Yeah. Um, and I went to some different churches here and there, depending on who I could catch rides with all the right. things. Um, and there was actually a church that was like associated like kind of a basically associated with the school um, that was, like, right on campus, okay. and uh, some of the professors were actually, like, the pastors there, um, so um, I, I when I first got there, I was like, oh, I couldn't go to that church because, one, it's Nazarene, and I'm not Nazarene, and, and two, it's the <laughs> one that's right here, and that's, like, cheating, um, <laughs> and so I, I didn't, um, but yeah, it was my first two years, at least. I, I wasn't, like, a consistent uh, church attender, which okay. I, I regret looking back at, but hmm. um, But like I said, I I still knew that I was a Christian. I still like very much believed um, and was having, you know, fellowship with other believers on a regular basis. I I lived with other Christians. Not that everyone at a Christian school is always a believer, but the people that I was around and surrounded myself with were. And and so I had that community. And so maybe kind of lulled into a false sense of, you know, I'm doing the right things. No, (laughs) no,
0: no. Yeah. Let's let's, let's linger on that a little bit because I think I know we have a handful of college students i've been hanging out with them before they head back this yeah. month uh, for school and
1: yep.
0: it's it's just you know when you're when you're sharing that saying your understanding of membership now or, or at least in that moment right um i'm around believers yeah uh i i hear preaching at chapel mm-hmm. so you kind of morph that in your mind as like, well, I, I I'm in church. Yeah. Um, I didn't understand. Right. right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so, but, but, but at the same time, there was this part in your heart where it was like, there's a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. It's off. Um, it's like, it's almost like your, your spirit is saying like, there's more, I need more. Mm-hmm. And it's just in that two years, I would just wonder if, if there was better discipleship in yeah. understanding what a church is, mm-hmm. um, how essential it is to be in a church yeah. for the Christian growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think to myself, like you know, those are the kind of things we're trying to foster in our young college students now. Right, like teaching them, like the not just how to go find a church, mm-hmm. but that like it's so valuable and essential yes. for your soul. Yeah, and, and so. Praise be to God that you had those kind of, the spirit of God was just nagging at you mm-hmm. and counseling you and, yeah. and and that two years didn't turn into like five, didn't yeah. turn into 20. Yep. So, um, but yeah, anyway, yeah, so you're, we're, we're here, we're in college. Yep. Um, your church lists right now, you-, mm-hmm. you st- For the first two you, years. First two years and then yeah. you started to go to the Nazarene church.
1: Yeah, for the, the last year, the, the third year I was years. there. okay, so uh, continue well, from there. So I, I did undergrad in three years, so I was yeah. there for, okay. for the first two years I didn't consistently go to any church, like I said, here or there. And then the third year um, I ended up going to the Nazarene Church there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think it was probably because of some of the theology courses. I'm trying to remember exactly how I decided that, you know, it was worth going. Um, okay. Some of my friends and I went, and sure. I, I took some theology classes as well in undergrad. Mm-hmm. Um, I had initially intended to double major and have my second major be, oh gosh, what did we call it? Intercultural studies, I think, but it was basically mm-hmm. like a, a missions, uh, like. Uh, degree essentially. So uh, it was a mix of like theology and philosophy and sociology. So I took some of those classes. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think I had met, uh, a couple of the professors who were pastors there and and even the main pastor, um, and Mm -hmm. just the people I met along the way. So I decided to start going there, but I I didn't actually ever become a member of that church in that year that I was going there. Um, but it was, it was good to have a place where I was going again where yeah. like a congregation that I yes. was a part of yeah. and seeing people in at least in some sense. Um, mm, mm-hmm. so yeah, that was, that was that time. And then, okay. um, it's in there. And I think some of it from my classes, some of it from, probably the lack of having had a, a church body that I was a part of. Right, when right. I then moved to Virginia mm. uh, for medical school, I knew that I wanted to find a church. And it, it, and yeah. again, it wasn't that during my undergrad years, I didn't want to be in a church. I just right, I felt right. like I was getting a lot of the you know discipling and a lot of the teaching that I right, needed from right. the environment that right, I was in. Right. Um, and so I, I yeah. didn't feel like I had to go seek that yeah. out in the same yeah. way. Um, but when I went uh, to, to medical school, when I got to Virginia, I definitely knew that I needed to find a church. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And I actually, lo- I love the story of how that happened. <laughs> um, it it was so much fun. I, um, I started going to a church there that was kind of similar to the church I had grown up at. Okay. It was bigger for, you know, Lynchburg, Virginia anyway. And it was a non-denominational church. Uh-huh. And I went there um, and I joined, like, the young adult group for uh-huh. maybe a couple months. And I, I was attending, but I... <laughs> I wasn't as like faithful or involved as in retrospect I wish I would have been but okay. that's okay. Yeah. Um God had it all worked out that's and right. so yeah. um like I'd mentioned I I joined the military and so that plays into this because uh they're that was how I went to medical school. They they, mm. they paid for that and yeah. all, all those things. So there was a group that was uh, specifically military associated students. And mm. so for Veterans Day, there's all these like perks and things at restaurants. <laughs> so we're like, let's all go get food. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> Just get together and get free food. Um, so we went uh, out to eat uh, that Veterans Day. So it would have been November. Um, and then, so I remember. Uh, going to this and I was like, it'll be great to meet some of the other students who are also like associated with the military Whether they were military before mm, or are mm. going through the same scholarship program that I was and so I remember sitting down and I sat next to this girl uh, Renee, and I I didn't really know her. She was a year ahead of me So she was uh, part of the first class there at Liberty mm. um, and so she and I you know just ended up talking and um <laughs> god was definitely using her because she was like oh have you found a church like she knew i was one of the first year students and all the things and uh school had started in august and medical school gets crazy real quick and Uh so um i appreciate her that she she said like have you found a church like are you you know all these things in in a good community and i said yeah i've kind of been going to this this church over there and um and yeah you've gotten a little bit involved and she's like well, you should, you should come check out my church. Um, <laughs> and <clears throat> she said, conveniently, it's uh, on Sunday nights, so you don't even have to stop going to the church you're going to. You can check it out, even for a couple of weeks, and, and still not have to like give up on going to the church that you've been going to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went to that church, uh, I think that next week. Um, and Renee and I became friends, and oh. I, I went to both churches for the rest of that semester. Uh-huh, and then uh-huh. when I came back, I was like, no, this church that I've been going to, um, with her is is where I need to be, wow. um, and so I started attending that church, um, which was officially a non-denominational church, a church that did not have uh, a building. They rented mm-hmm. from the Methodist church, mm-hmm. and so that's why it was in the evenings for their mm, services I and see, um, just all the things laid out the way they right, did. Right, and so right. um, I got to meet the pastor there, and it was a lot of college students because this is Lynchburg, Virginia, yeah. where Liberty is, and um, there's like nothing but college students, yeah. <laughs> um, and so it was a really great church. And, um, that pastor, I think for so many things, and and we've talked about those before, Pastor Joe, um, has been so great in my faith walk, Mm -hmm. um, and Mm -hmm. so instrumental in a lot of things, um, in the way I think about a lot of things. But one of those was that he stressed the importance of church membership Mm. and and why we do church membership, Mm. uh, and that it's not just about, you know, it's not just about us when right. we look for a church. Yeah. Um, so many of us are very like consumeristic yes. in terms of yeah. does this church give me what I want? Right. Um, right. Which, I mean, yeah, you shouldn't go to a church that's like unbiblical or right. like not doing things in a way that you um, like theologically agree with. But there's right. so much more to it than that. Yes. Um, and once you find a church than committing to it because there are going to be ups and downs in whatever church you go to. That's right. And so it's not just stay for the good times and then leave when it's hard. And he stressed that and it was so important. And so, uh, I was like, this is the church that I've committed to. I have a car. I can get here. (laughs) All the good things. Um, but I, I wanted to become a member of that because I, I understood the importance. Um, and actually there were, there were some hard points. So I went to that church for the four years that I was there. Mm -hmm. um, I was only a member at that church for maybe two and a half of the years that I was there um, because when I first started attending uh that was my first semester and and i liked the church and and everything about yeah. uh that and i went you know to the bible studies and all the things but um when we started sitting down to talk about it and i read the church church's statement of beliefs mm-hmm. there were a couple of sticking points for me mm-hmm. where i said i don't think that that's how, what i understand theologically and yeah. i can't sign that i agree this yeah agree to yeah. this um yeah. and so with that i can't be a member and uh I remember Joe and I having a conversation where he said, I respect that. And so you have kind of two choices. You can stay here and um, keep coming faithfully, not as a member, but working through and talking through those things and trying to come to, do I believe this? Do I believe this is what the Bible says? Or do I believe that this is theologically incorrect? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, kind of working through that or, I can go find another church. There are plenty of churches in Lynchburg. It's it's not for lack of places to go. Mm -hmm. Um, And I said, uh, I decided at that time, the other things that were happening at that church were way more important to stay for. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So just the, the like biblical preaching Mm -hmm. on a regular basis that was expository and Mm -hmm. that we would just go through a book of the Bible and keep working through it. Like it was deep theology that comes from that and deep understanding of our faith. And that's what I needed. That's what I wanted. That's That's how we, I I think in most ways should be teaching the scripture. I mean, there's times and places for other things and topical sermons and all of that, but, um, just the depth of what was, what was being taught and um, the community and the way things were done. Um, the like emphasis on prayer and, um, even the way pastor Joe prayed or the way that the congregation prayed, um, in our like weekly uh, like Bible studies on Tuesday or Wednesday, I yeah. remember that we would like we had a prayer board that was um, not a typical prayer board of like specific prayer requests. It was a board of just names. Nice. Um, and we would sit and we would pray for all the names on that board that were all of the people that we said that we knew in our lives that were unbelievers. Wow. And so wow. every week at Bible study. Beautiful. we would sit and pray for that board and wow. the emphasis on that and, and just all those little things that were so important to me. And I said, yeah. I can't become a member because I don't agree on these two theological points right now, mm-hmm. but I am happy to sit under this teaching, mm. um, and to wow. be a part of this church to every other extent that I can be Yeah. and to yeah. be faithful here. And, um, and then we sat and we had conversations about those theological things. Um, and I for two I have years. yeah for, <laughs> for like a, the first year year yeah, and a half and maybe and a half, yeah. um I think it was yeah probably like about that um well. And we had those conversations just periodically. Um, mm. I remember sitting <laughs> and watching like YouTube videos of different pastors and um, just being like, pause that. I have a point, like a counterpoint against that, and we just need to debate this. And uh, it was great because uh, uh, he was in for that and, and some of the other church members were in for that. And so um, they were happy to sit and talk with me yeah. about those things. And, um, I mean, they. I, I ultimately uh, I came to the point where i i decided that i no longer believed what i had believed wow. in terms of those theological points wow. um which were not like essential faith doctrines right. it wasn't you know the okay. core thing okay. so they're, they're kind of secondary clarifying. issues yeah um, yep. And, yep. and and it's besides the point what they are but they're they're more minor points that were not you know core issues of salvation but they were things that the church believed enough to say that will not um, practice. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, yep. So I, I guess one of them is probably like worth pointing out. It was at the time I believed that women could be pastors mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and the church held the position that women cannot be pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was something that we definitely talked about. Mm-hmm. And I, Which is the
0: position at our church as well. Right.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so I became convinced over the time that we were talking from them showing me scripture and, and working through that, that women could not be pastors. Mm-hmm. And I became convinced that I had been wrong. Mm. And they were so mm-hmm. gracious in that and yeah, and sitting yeah. and talking with me through that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, I had changed my opinions on those wow. things. And wow. so at the point where, um, and it wasn't like a I changed my opinion just so I can be, you exactly. know, a part of this church yeah. or any of those things. That's yeah. why it took at least a year for those conversations. Yeah, which um,
0: I want to I commend Pastor Joe and the other yeah. pastors there, and yep. the members, because yep. that's, if you're listening to this, praise God. Thank you for that. That's yeah. awesome. That yeah. is pastoral ministry. Yeah. Um, but anyway, keep keep going. There's there's so much seeds that are flying out of you, and I'm just like wanting to catch some and, and highlight them for yep, the for the yep, listener because it's praise be to God. For, even, let me catch another one. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan's desire to to think critically, honestly, but humbly. Mm-hmm. I think that is big and noteworthy, especially to um, maybe the young believer, that the, the the young adult believer right now, where as as you're studying your bible as you're going through the world you're, you're shaping your your mind your opinions your convictions are starting mm-hmm. to get more honed in and this particular conviction that megan had right like for the longest time that was just so deeply ingrained there but not changing because of a church or a group or a desire to fit in and belong it's like i am convinced by the scripture uh, that this is what god's word teaches yeah and and that's something i've always appreciated about you Meg. Um, your your hunger for the word, your high view of Scripture, your your sub, total submission to it, and I think that's that's a type of discipleship and conversations that I think we can lack in in mm-hmm. church. Um, that we pray that we'd foster more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there there are pe- you know there's a handful of people in our membership process right now, and some we've we've had we're, we're at the same place. We're yeah. we're on a pause and mm-hmm. we're on like, let's study. Others we're on a pause, let's study, unconvinced we can help you find another church. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main thing, and I think I just want to highlight this, is Megan mentioned, these are not fundamental foundational theological issues that yeah. she's adverse with. Mm-hmm. Um, these are second, third dairy things. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a matter of practice and prudence and wisdom. And um, I think to have those differences, that's why, like, I can embrace, this is, you know, um, Embrace brothers and sisters, we can embrace brothers and sisters from other denominations. Yeah. Because we're all central on the gospel. Mm -hmm. We all believe God, one true God, in three persons. Jesus Christ came, He's our atonement, He's Mm -hmm. our sacrifice, He's the God man. Uh, he died. He rose. He ascended. He calls everyone to repent, trust in Him for forgiveness of sins. You know all those things, all those primary, foundational things. Like this is not what Megan is having a trip over. Nope. <laughs> uh, not the gospel, yeah. uh, not those primary doctrines, but second, thirdary things. And and which which is great because living in in a time that we're living in, where everything can become so contentious, and every little thing here and there. You know, we we just want to know where we're we're united,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and where we can divide charitably. Yeah. and I think this is just beautiful in that and so anyway just to kind of bring it back to you just th- those are yeah. all those things that I'm like as I listen to your life if I'm listening to you and I'm in your season and your boat because maybe I'm a college student I'm like mm-hmm. you know there was a church I checked out last semester and it was pretty good but just certain things I just it was hard yeah. for me well you know make sure that the, the main thing is the main thing yeah like, are they preaching yeah. the gospel mm-hmm. are they expounding the scripture mm-hmm. um, and this is is this about Jesus Christ is this his church? Yes. Um, and are they trying to grow in that because churches as well as members we grow mm-hmm. you know um we might you know there might be practices in our church right now that if god in his grace shows us like this is unbiblical or this can be done better biblically mm-hmm. then we as a church we want to and as a pastor's elders we want to make sure we lead and follow the lord's lead so yeah. anyway i think you're just modeling right there for me um and hopefully for our listener of like true like discipleship and humility Mm -hmm. and what it means to follow christ and so anyway i I appreciate that about you so (laughs) so that was so 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 you're working through those things we're in the two mm -hmm. years um you haven't joined the church just yet but then now we're coming to a place where
1: yeah so i came to a place where i said these these sticking points uh are no longer sticking points for me i i can say wholeheartedly that i agree with these theological things and i Now that those things are gone, I'm going to become a member because it was never that I wasn't going to become a member. It was I want to become a member, but I can't because I can't commit to a church that I I can't, you know, wholeheartedly agree with conviction to these things. And so once I reached that point, I became a member of that church Um, in a lot of ways. uh, It was it's something I kind of reflect on because I don't think a lot changed truthfully, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the things. I, w- I would have submitted to that church to to the pastors to mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. like everything about what church membership looks like mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. one of the things I think I learned to understand too like that was important about church um, and membership is the idea of church discipline as mm-hmm. well so like if mm-hmm. you are wandering and you are sinning and you will not confess your sins then right. you need to be treated as an unbeliever and that's something that the scripture says we're supposed to do and that's I mean that's the idea of church discipline I know it sounds like crazy and weird and scary like the idea of like church discipline what is that but that that's as simply as it is and so if in that time that I wasn't officially a member I would have been in sin they would have called me out (laughs) and they would have they would have done those things in the same way so it's it's a little bit odd because I think about it and I I wonder just from a a perspective of like Hmm. uh, not that I disagree that the church should have the standpoint of of listing what they believe and what is core and essential but In every other way, I, I was a member in that yeah, sense. I was exactly. faithfully giving to that yeah, church, yeah, attending yeah. that church, participating in every yeah, way yeah. Um, that I did after that point. But but I do agree that it was important that I yeah. could say that I agreed with the, the doctrinal statements of that church. So um, something I still think about sometimes <laughs> and when we had conversations about too. But uh, beside the point, I, I did become a member uh, and continue to attend there uh, during my time as a medical student. And um, so
0: you're about what, like nineteen twenty.
1: Uh, so no no no. At that point, I would have oh, been. No, yeah, been I would have been like 21 20. when okay, I first yeah, got there. Right. This is even um, this is
0: after undergrad and all that. So yep. Yep. So I was. This is towards the tail end of the I school. I was
1: 21 to 25, 25 when I was in medical school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so you're faithfully there as a member for those four years.
1: Yes, with with kind of the odd. um,
0: Or two, sorry, two and a half years well, as a member. yeah, two and, yeah. and a half years as a member.
1: The four years I was there as a medical student yeah. it was kind of the odd exception that um, my fourth year uh, I traveled a lot and so i wasn't physically there a lot of the year um i kind of came and went different places and actually so that um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that fourth year was the first time i actually came to hawaii Mm. um so it was july of 2018 uh i came out here to do something we call an audition rotation um so i spent four weeks at the the military hospital here um trying to secure my spot for yeah, residency nah, uh and so good. that was the very start of my fourth year and so i actually came out here and while i was knowing that i was going to be moving around a lot i was like i'm still a member of the church right, there right, um right, and right. i still am faithful to that church when i am in that city um and that is you know where i continued to give and the people i continued to um kind of hold as the closest like brothers and sisters who kept me accountable yeah, uh but yeah. the the when I went other places, I also knew that I needed to be going to a church to yeah. still be going somewhere. Yeah, and so, yeah, that's good. um, I actually remember coming here. Um, and for the, the four weeks that I was here, there was a church that was just down the block from where I was staying. So I actually went to a church there, um, or here rather, uh, for the like three or four weekends that I was here. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and even went to their Bible studies during the week for like three or four of the nice. weeks. Um, and so, uh, and that just kind of happened different places that I went as I had the ability to do. So I did, you know, some time rotation at home. So I got to go back to the church that I grew up in. And then when, like I said, when I was back in Lynchburg, I would go to the, to the church that right. I was a part of right. um, that I was a member of. And so, um, yeah, that was throughout that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I left there, mm-hmm. um, and came here, right. I knew that I needed to find a church yeah. here. And, yeah. and I'd I grown, just love
0: that. That's ingrained in your <laughs> your your person. Yeah. I, I think that's just so good because, you know, and, and again, your course of life thus far, I mean, it, it may be you're go- God's gonna have you here and there and all over the place, mm-hmm. especially if he's praying for missions. Yeah. So I just think that type of uh that type of reflex that God's yeah. put in you right there from, from your maturity and growth, I think that's something to take away. That's a yeah. takeaway. Like yeah. especially if there's if there's people in our church that are listening or or a friend listening that's they're transient, they're just here or there, their their life journey is kind of all over the place. It's like you land, you get there, I need to find a church home, you know, and I think that's just so, whether it's a month, or whether it's a year, or whether this is 10 years here, um, I need to be a part of the body of Christ, that's beautiful, so anyway, continue on, so you Um, got here,
1: so got um, here, and and had to find church, and actually just another random side thought that you made me think of, and in in terms of like missions, that idea of be imitators of me, as I'm imitators of Christ, Um, in terms of missions, I, it's probably a huge part of my story more than I think of, um, that my uncle is actually a missionary. Um, so I don't think about that all the time, but, wow. um, he has been a missionary in Germany for all of my conscious life. Mm. Um, I don't think <laughs> it's been quite all of my actual life. Um, but most of that, but yeah, so just again and again, those people who are examples to me, yeah. um, in various places in my life. And I'm, I'm so thankful for their faithfulness. Um, and then yeah, the importance of. Uh, having ingrained in me knowing that finding a church is important yes and so when i got here i had looked for a couple of churches um and used a couple of different websites that i had become familiar with from Mm. when i was in virginia and, and what we had talked about so there's like the um gosh, I'm going to blank on all of them, like the Nine Marks website and those types of things, Um, Gospel Coalition, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. and then also the church that I was at in Virginia. Like I said, it was technically non-denominational, but right before I left, became part of the SBC. Um, So I was like, I, and and I knew theologically for the most part, there were SBC churches that fell into the same category of understanding theologically that I did. So um, I kind of looked at all those different places when I got here and then would read the websites of different churches Mm. um, and picked out, I think, four or five that I decided to visit um and so the first few weeks that i was here that's what i did wow. um each weekend awesome. i went to a different church <clears throat> and um and was kind of just taking in a lot of information would you know talk to different people who were there when oh, i went or to yeah. the pastor or whatever information whoever i could talk to um just to kind of understand uh what that church was about what they believed how they yeah. b- they practiced yeah. um and to try and find that place to uh to become a member yeah. and so uh i it was actually funny because this is new Umanu is the last church that, that I visited. Um, I mean, you always stop when you find what you're looking for. Right. Yeah. Um, but well, it, it was actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I actually yeah. Uh, had the weekend before gone to a church and I was like, I think that's going to be the one. And it was actually the one that I had gone to, um, when I was visiting. visiting. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, I think this will be the one that I stick at. And uh-huh. I was like, I'll just do like one more, like Google search, find some things. <laughs> and I was like, there's, there's this Baptist church right down the street. Like, um, maybe I should just check it out. Like if it's, if it's not good, like, yep. oh, well, it's just one weekend. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I'll go, I'll go. Um, and I came and I am so glad, like, thank God oh, <laughs> he, he was directing that. God. So, yeah. um, I, I chose to keep coming here and yeah. then, um, pretty quickly became very a member. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, yeah, it was, it was something that I was excited for because, um, <clears throat> It, it's not the same, like becoming a church member is not like the same level, I guess, of covenant that like a marriage is, but it's the same weight of a yeah. covenant. And so um, when, at least in my opinion, and when yeah. you're committing to a church, you, you are committing to so many things right. uh, and yeah. it's, it's so important that you take that seriously. And so yeah. um, it wasn't like the first week that I was here that I like yeah. approached you guys about yeah, wanting to become a member, no, but yeah, sure. uh, a couple weeks into that after seeing what was here and seeing that. Um, that what that I perceived that things were done biblically, uh, mm-hmm. or at least with the intention of that, yeah. and so yeah. and the desire for that. And and you had pointed this out too, the importance of not just uh, knowing what you believe and believing the important things, but being willing to be shaped by Scripture yeah. and being yeah. humble about what you understand and believe. Yeah. And I see that here, and I saw mm-hmm. that here, and Praise I God. I was thankful for that because that's always that's become my approach. That's become my understanding that Mm. I may believe differently in 15, 20, 40 years from now, but I will believe the same core truths about the gospel. And I will let my differences of understanding come from being shaped by scripture and being shown that scripture says differently than what I thought. Beautiful. And so, um, that attitude, um, is something that I looked for. Um, and, and having, like I said, regular teachings from scripture, Mm. going through different, you know, books of the Bible, uh, just regularly. That was how we were, we're being taught. And so, um, that's how I came to the church here. And, and I guess kind of the whole story up until, (laughs) until here. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm,
0: Megan, I'm very thankful and appreciative that I got to that God graced me by letting me be part of that yeah. part of your journey mm-hmm. uh, I will never forget your your process into membership because just just the first time we went out to get dinner you and mm-hmm. me Sam we yep. just sat and we talked and uh, just hearing from you like already at your young age like this is, this is what my heart's desire is and what I'm looking for in church, like, you know, expositional preaching, is there mm-hmm. reformed theology, is there mm-hmm. this, is there that? And I'm just, in my mind, I'm like, where did this girl come from? <laughs> like, that's awesome. <laughs> like, you really, you want that? You, you care about that? You know, like, um, you know, you're not just like, where's the singles group? And, th- yeah. you know, that? <laughs> like, when do we get food? It's like, whoa, you know? And and, and I think uh, that's why, that like, going back into your life, for me, it's so, it's it's so awesome because mm-hmm. it's like this whole journey of God just, You know raising you up growing in wisdom stature favor with god and man and then just like you just i got to meet you at this point in your journey and Mm -hmm. and i think what i'm going to miss a lot with you is that presence that you carry in the church especially in bible studies you know when we're there like um you're you're, you model that hunger for the word your your desire to talk scripture after with whoever's around i think that's that's something that is so powerful that I kind of even up until this point, because if we were to answer the question nicely, then it'd be like you've been a member of a church for what? From
1: Since I was like 16, 16, so 12 years, years, kind of.
0: Yeah, which is not much. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, what I'm gathering from you is like, even if you've only you've been a member for just over a decade ish, Mm -hmm. um, it's been a weighty and wonderful and meaningful membership. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that that needs to be emphasized because it's very possible. And mm-hmm. we know that this is possible—that people can be members, mm-hmm. quote unquote. I'm putting quotations. I know you can't see it, <laughs> but um, for decades, but it not be meaningful yes. or weighty, mm-hmm. um, and and you miss out on the wonderful joys you can have in it. Um, yeah. And I think for th- for both of us, and right now for you, you know, and. and in your journey in life, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're 28, Mm -hmm. but those 12 years, I mean, I look at who you are and who God shaped you to be. It's just that, that is such a great example of, of, of being a part of the body of Christ. And, you know, in this whole project with having membership memoirs Mm -hmm. from our church, I think I really want to encourage the listener, like, that's what this is about. That's what, that's what that is. Because, yeah, it's, it's so... Good. So yeah, just, amen. Yeah. I just, I love that. Um, anyway, so great. Um, 12 years and many more, 12 mm-hmm. years and many more, um, in that journey in this, in, in your journey thus far, just, just to share some things with the, the family, uh, significant scripture verse in your life. Yeah. Do you have one of those?
1: <laughs> so I was thinking about that because this is, as everyone says, a hard question. Uh-huh. Um, and so I think that the answer is more like a, a scripture or two <laughs> that have been important to me in the last few years. Nice. Um, and so uh, one that I, I wrote down, um, I'll share first and then sure. the second one, I'll, I'll kind of expand a little bit more on, but the first one is uh, Romans 10, 13 to 15. Mm. Um, and it says for everyone who calls mm. on the name of the Lord will be saved. Yeah. How then will they be, wait, how then will they call on him mm. in whom they have not believed? And mm. how are they to believe in him of mm. whom they have not heard? Mm. And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As yeah. it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Mm. And so just mm. the importance of, uh, I mean, that is missions. Yeah. That, is, that is discipleship. Right. That is everything uh, of importance in our, our faith in terms of, it going beyond just our our own understanding of the gospel within us. Yeah. Um, and so that is huge to me for so many reasons in terms of the people who have been faithful to to preach and teach me mm. um, and also so just that call to sharing the gospel with others yeah. um, so and, and and you know m- discipleship going forward and and what that looks like and things. Uh, so that's a really good one. Mm. Um, and then the second one that is is shorter that I've had actually written. Um, on a whiteboard or a chalkboard in my house for the last uh, three years that I've been here um, is just the first part of second Corinthians 12, 15. Mm. I will most gladly spend and be spent for oh. your souls. And um, yeah. I think that one has been something that I've thought about a, a good amount, not just because I see it, but yeah. I mean, because it, it's, it's deep and profound, even just in how short it is. Um, I look at it and say, uh, and think that, you know, the, the important part of this is that you can feel very spent. Mm. Um, and it, it, you and I sat down and talked about this a couple yeah. of weeks ago, how I have felt so spent. Yeah. Um, and you can be spent on a lot of things. Mm. Uh, it can be like worldly pleasures and pursuits. It can be, um, being spent for the gospel. It mm. can be spent for, you know, family or your own desires, whatever that is. Uh, and so the clarification that, Uh, being spent for your souls, this idea of the Mm. souls of those around us um, for the gospel, for um, Christ's kingdom, uh, that that is a worthy thing to be spent on. And so uh, we can feel so exhausted and uh, be so beat down by things, good or bad things. um, And it's worth it if it is for the gospel. Um, and for the souls of others, and so, um, and then doing that gladly—that's <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, that's a challenge. And um, I think this has yeah. been one that's resonated with me more recently because of the challenge of the last three years. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone doesn't know, becoming a doctor is an amazing thing, but it is also an immensely challenging thing. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, residency, which is what I've been doing since I've been here. Yeah. Uh, it takes your time. And your energy and your emotions yeah. uh, and you get so worn and frail yeah. uh, in in the sense of you just feel exhausted yeah. on a quite regular basis yeah. and so the regular reminder to myself even though I'm I'm spending so much time mm-hmm. doing doing medical work um, in terms of you know taking care of patients or doing charting or, or spending just excessive amounts of time at the hospital doing all those things um that the purpose for me isn't about those things in and of themselves it's not like some achievement in and of itself um but that it it is ultimately for the purpose of being spent for other people's souls so whether i am getting the chance to you know pray with a patient or or share the gospel which happens very rarely or if i'm caring for them but but doing it in a way and with the attitude Mm. of that um Mm god will use that and that is a worthy thing to feel spent on uh and so having that perspective um, Mm -hmm. and just resting in that because we don't get promised that as christians we get to have an easy life or that we get to not feel angry or sad or beat down um but there is joy or we can we can have gladness in what we are doing if it is for others souls if it is for the gospel and for the kingdom
0: that is a good good word good word meg um that is good. <laughs> that is good. Yeah, um, I, I i that verse is one of my one of my heavy hitters as well for my soul, yeah. I mean being in ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh but just life itself. Um, I think even in a moment like now, if you're listening to this and you're you're wondering w- what it's all worth. Yeah. Why you're spending yourself, yeah. um what are we investing in? Mm-hmm. You know? Um if it's for eternity, it's worth it. Yeah, souls, this is eternal things, you know, and we'll gladly give ourselves for that. We'll we'll go till we drop. Yes, and and I think uh, you've embodied that so well, Meg. I mean, gosh, I mean, seeing you sometimes come in in your uniform mm-hmm. late on an evening service, yeah. see the redness in your eyes, <laughs> and you're there to worship, yeah. and 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 yet it's it's these truths right here that just make you, the inner parts of who you are. It's like this is what God's putting in us. It's like, oh, gladly yeah. spend. Yep. Let's be, let's be spent and, and be spent mm-hmm. for their souls, you know. And I think that is what's going to make what is making you a great missionary, great doctor, uh, great whatever it is the Lord leads you to be. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I just, you know, I'm going to miss you a lot. <laughs> but I'm very, I'm very thankful that God's going to bring you to another p- part of the planet and you're going to be spent there. Yeah. it's gonna be beautiful and there's many more souls that I think God's going to touch through you um and so uh selfishly to want to keep you <laughs> but <laughs> <Selfish> <laughs> that's, not <Children's> how, <laughs> that's not how it works right now you know we're, we're all in mission right yeah. and this is all part of preparation for eternity and, and mm-hmm. so yeah. I love that sis thank you for sharing that those are great verses um was it second corinthians 12 15 romans 10 13 uh, another passage that kept coming up in our interview, I think is first Corinthians eleven one. I mean, if you listen to this and you love scripture, mm-hmm. uh write these down and and do some devotion, you know, yeah. uh, in your free time. Ooh, that's good. God's word is always so rich. So good. Um how about a, a song? Yeah. Also a hymn, gonna a song. have two for the Okay, two, um, <laughs> two, all right, give it.
1: <laughs> um and these are two that I again in the last couple of years have thought about. Um a good amount. The first one is um the ephesians 2 1 through 10 song uh that we sing on wednesday nights oh, uh nice. it's not a song that i had heard like anywhere yeah, else a local, or, like, a local pastor wrote that here. okay that's um, what i had thought yep, so, yep, yeah yeah um but that one is a really good one uh yes. that just is such a reminder of the essential truth mm-hmm. um that god is rich in mercy yeah. and that he chose to save us yes. and so um Sometimes you just really need the, like, core simple reminders of the gospel, and I think that's a really good one. Yeah. So uh, that that would be one. Um, And then the other one that uh, I also was thinking about that I come back to periodically um, is a song. It's uh, by Shane and Shane. uh, It's Psalm 46. And Mm. so um, it's the one about the Lord of hosts being with us. Mm. Um, And just that reminder, too, that it's in God's strength uh, and that he is protecting there's there's a verse that talks about through the fiercest battle uh, uh-huh. where else would we go but with the lord of hosts uh and those again those core reminders yeah. that god has chosen to save us that god yeah. is always with us yes um and i think again it speaks to just in this time of of trial i've felt that in the challenges of the last three years and yeah. um and then the goodness of the last three years yeah. uh that god is with us that That's god right. uh has chosen us Uh, those those are just I could never get over how impressive and amazing that is right amen I don't think we ever will until we get
0: into glory and and then just first we'll sing it for eternity yes yes yeah man amen I love singing I love Mm -hmm. song loves God's song and so you keep on man yeah next time I see uh I think it's Pastor David out at uh Grace Fellowship uh yeah Grace Fellowship he wrote that song um I'll encourage him him. I'll tell him Yeah. yeah um Since you joined the church, uh, what ways have you served, participated in?
1: Yeah. Um, So I think uh, I've been faithfully attending, you know, Sunday services and Wednesday night Bible studies have been the primary ways. Um, Definitely less of the, like, serving in terms of, like, a regular um, thing, but coming to the the periodic like cleanup weekends and all those things so um i think it's mostly been though those those faithful sundays and wednesdays
0: yeah and and just so that you know as a pastor and to to affirm you even as a brother like your 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 participation even in the midst of knowing what your schedule is like is still it's just it's exemplary it really is it's it's remarkable and it's very encouraging for me yeah. you know so thank you for that yeah. and um again I think you're a lot of your story here for us today is um even if it's not decades it's a it's a packed potent meaningful <laughs> weighty membership and yes. that's that's just yes. your life Meg I
1: think it's interesting to me people sometimes ask like oh like even in, in medical school or here they're like how do you have time to go to church and I'm like exactly what do you what do you mean <laughs> like <laughs> of course you have time like you have time for whatever is a priority. That's um, right. you well obviously said. can't do everything, but well said. coming to church is, is beyond fulfilling my yeah. obligation of going to work. Uh, like the top priorities in my life that is highly up there. Like, yeah, yeah. and so how do you not go to church? And so, um, yeah, I, I always think that's a funny, funny it's question. Spoken so. like
0: <laughs> a true child of God. Um, how about, so in your times here, uh, mm-hmm. the, the two, three years almost now. Any fun yeah. st- memory or story that you want to
2: reminisce on?
1: <laughs> um, I was trying to think about this last night. I think um, the one that was coming to me was a somewhat more recent um, thing that we had... Uh, gotten together just some people from the church and went out to White Plains uh, um, and yeah, just spent yeah. a beach day um, I remember there were um, a couple of international students that came from yes, the ministry yes, that John's yeah. uh, in charge of yeah. and um, just a couple of different folks from the church and uh-huh. um, getting to go out and enjoy the waves and enjoy yeah. the Sun and just it was a really relaxing and good time to just yeah. chat with people and um, yeah the, that was a, a memory or a moment that kind of came to me more recently that I, I just really think fondly of.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, I, again, we are in Hawaii, and mm-hmm. so just to, to have that blessing of creation yes. and to do that with the church, it mm-hmm. really is special.
1: Yeah, and, and I think yeah. a second one that is similar to that, um, as I also remember, also beach associated. When some <laughs> of the the younger members, I think it was. Um, I'm not gonna say name because I'm gonna forget someone. Um, <laughs> but we had gone out. Uh, the guys were going spearfishing, and and a okay. couple of us girls we were just snorkeling. It was right, right off right. of Magic Island, okay, and I okay. just remember that day. I also remember looking at the pictures after that and laughing because we had taken a picture before before or after we had gone like uh-huh. out swimming. Um, and I remember looking at it and I was like, man. I am so white (laughs) and I do not look like these people. I do not fit in here, Uh, but that's okay. Uh, I, it was at a point where I was like, I, uh, I'm starting to like, feel like I, you know, fit in here and and in terms of like enjoying the church and feeling like I knew people and things like that. But it was just such a funny contrast. I was like, yeah, I I don't, I don't look like it. I belong here.
0: And I love it. (laughs) I love that. You know, it's funny. We're down there in the hall and we have a church photo that's on the wall. Yeah. 2018. And, and a bunch of guys were after service looking at it and just looking at the, marveling at the diversity mm-hmm. that we yeah. have in our church. Yep. You know, cause it's funny cause like when we're hanging out and taking pictures, we, we don't even think of that. No. no. You know, we think, oh, she's, she's so uh, Holly, you know, <laughs> yep, but, yep. but it's, it's, it's beautiful in yep. that even that picture in and it of itself, it's like when you take it with you and you show people around the world, it's like, it's my family. Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah. like, it's great. I love it. I yep. love it. <laughs> And
1: you've talked about this too, like in Wednesday nights about yeah. like the church doesn't make sense to other people. Like yeah. why would I know this person exactly. or that person? Like in, in other social settings, like there's no reason for us to have crossed paths exactly. or interact or care about exactly. each other. But in the church, like, we share like the important things of our life, like 99.9% of things that we are about are important because that is our faith. And so, um, it's just the very like minute details of our lives that are, you know, what we do for a living or where we grew up or those things are so minor. Um, and so, yeah, it doesn't make sense in other situations, but the church, you know, it makes sense because it's the church. (laughs) That's
0: right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember still, I I think when you first started coming around, I don't know if I was trying to give you a pigeon lesson. (laughs) I may have, did I give you a pigeon Bible?
1: Uh, I think we talked about it and we tried to like read it or
0: uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, I stumbled
1: yeah. over all the words and, right. well, and we yeah. gotta
0: get you as localized as possible before you leave. <laughs> so we gotta I,
1: <laughs> I remember early on there was like a uh when we were doing like Sunday morning um like Sunday oh, yeah, school yeah. up here. Yeah, yeah. Um and there were times where you'd say something like "Let's pull it," and then you're like, you'd look at me and be like, "Pray," uh, yeah, <laughs> and yes. like you'd, you'd specifically like look at me. Or Sorry like, about uh, that. <laughs> no, 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 it's funny. I appreciated it because I was like, otherwise I have no idea what we're talking exactly. about. I'm just gonna yeah. go <laughs> along with it. Um, or like, yeah, just different uh, words that you'd use, like it, make, make right? Make, that's dead, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. I remember you pointing out that one, and you'd look at me and be like, "Dead." <laughs>
0: yeah, i got. Like, <laughs> sometimes I got to remind myself, you know, especially because we do have a diverse church. Yeah. You know, when I get into my Pigeon preaching mode. I got to remember, hey, not everybody. Oh, I love it. Okay, no, 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 no but great. Okay, but yes, yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, we want to be able to, we want everyone to say amen, you know, not like what, yep. you know. Yep, yep, that's so true. That's great. That's great. Oh, Megs, love you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, maybe we should have started, maybe we should end with that one, but but <laughs> I mean, how about difficult things like difficult teachable moments or just yeah. str- regular struggles or strains through your season here that you w- might want to share?
1: Yeah, I, I tried to think about this too, and I couldn't come up with like a good good example other than um like a life uh challenge that was like um i remember or like a down day that i I was here and i remember being very comforted was um last spring when my Mm. grandmother had passed away um Mm. she was one of those people Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. um was a very faithful believer and who i was close to and um went to the church i mean it was it was her um and her husband who started going to that church that i grew up at Uh, that's my my dad's mom um so they started going to that church and so she's just been such a rock in my life and so um she very unexpectedly passed away Mm. um and it was during the week um she had gone into the er not feeling well and then um coded and was unconscious from that point forward and so she was um in the icu and in a coma and we didn't know what was going to happen and it was that sunday morning that i was here i was trying to plan flights to get home, yeah. um, to be there um, for what was inevitably going to become yeah. a funeral. It was yeah. a matter of, of when yeah. um, there was the slightest chance that she was ever going to wake up. And, right. um, man, that's a hard place to be in, mm-hmm. uh, being so far from yeah. family. Yeah. Um, and also the difficulty of being medical and understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was very thankful for the, the doctors who... When they were talking to my family they were they were willing to be on the phone and talk to me specifically because they could use the words that made it make more sense for me because you know when we use layman's terms of things sometimes um it doesn't give all the details but um i'm I'm very thankful that they took the the couple minutes to tell me what they were doing let me ask questions from Mm. a medical perspective um, just so i understood better Um, and i remember that being a really hard week Mm. Um, it was when Esther was still here, Mm. um, visiting my good friend. Yeah. Um, and actually some of her friends were also here who were ICU nurses and on a regular basis, see, uh, those kind of challenging situations. So they were such a great comfort to me. Mm. Um, but then it was that Sunday that I, um, I had gotten the call that morning or a text that morning that, um, my grandmother had passed away Mm. and I, I was leaving that night, uh, to go home for again, like I said, what was expected to be funeral then at that point we, we knew she wasn't going to wake up. And so I remember coming to church and feeling so sad and heartbroken, but Mm. also just being so comforted Mm. being here. Um, and, and being thankful for this place because, uh, despite otherwise feeling, you know, like that sadness of being so far from people and the, and just the comfort of being here. And so, um, not like a hard thing within like the church or like any conflict or anything like that, but just a hard time that, um, I, I just remember over the last a uh, couple of years, like I said, that was last last spring, and yeah. so um, just again that point of being thankful for other believers. Like I said, Esther was here, um, yeah. so thankful yeah. for her yeah. um, and her faith, and um, yeah, she had, he, she and I had been along along my journey as well, yeah. and so yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. so many so many good things out of so that, many, despite man. the sadness. So yeah, yeah.
0: I think uh, one one of the things that we can forget to appreciate about being a part of a family uh, about a, a part of a church is that um, in the inevitable moments of life of tragedy mm-hmm. uh, difficulty we we have we, we can mourn with one another yes. you know uh, we rejoice with but we mourn with and mm-hmm. like you mentioned even for me in many difficult moments in my life like even on my way here even if i'm on my way to serve i've found so much grace and just when i show up and i see other believers like they don't even need to say anything to me. But just to be here, like you're yes. you're saying, there's just so much comfort. It's just like yes. it brings us back to the greater reality of like we're passing through. Yeah. Life is a mist. Um and we're 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 actually breathing in all these moments together. Mm-hmm. And over a period of time, I mean I mean I'm a young pastor, but mm-hmm. already doing funerals and things like that. Like mm-hmm. it's just one of those like and we've had man- many passings this past year and, yeah. and things like that. And so it's just but to walk through those inevitable hardships of life together
2: mm-hmm.
0: over a compound of time is just like wow, you know. And so I, I'm with you on that. I think we've had many moments just sharing in each other's pain, and just yeah. the comfort it is to just be here together in yes. the difficult moments of life. Praise praise God for that. Um, well, I'm so one, I'm so thankful that you know, May, in in your few years here, we've been able to experience so much together. um i know much through your story you've already spoken i think to so many different demographics in the church young Mm -hmm. college old even and so Mm -hmm. uh just as we kind of slowly wrap it up um are there any particular specific gems uh that you may want to share with uh, anyone in the church family
1: yeah so i think uh kind of in my story talked about it some and, and alluded to it but um I would just charge you to believe the Bible and Mm. hold to the core truths, knowing that your perspectives on the details can Mm. and will change over time. Your opinions about things will change and that's okay. Mm. Um, But you need to continue to come back to um, and be shaped by the truth of the Bible Mm. and to hold to that. I think it can be really easy um, and it's a very popular thing in the like, I wouldn't even call it the Christian world, but in in the realm of people who have at some time called themselves Christians yeah. um, to kind of go on and at some point question things. And uh, and and that's fine. Yeah. The disappointing thing is that most people question and they don't have any source of truth to hold to. Mm. And so question by that's all means. Uh, be conflicted about what you think and what you understand, mm. but do so with, the core truth of the gospel and the truth that the Bible is God's inspired word. Mm -hmm. And that if you're coming back to that, despite how chaotic and Mm. confusing it may seem for a time, you will ultimately come back to truth. Uh, and so hold on to the Bible, hold on to the gospel, Mm. uh, and then just be humble. Like you said, and keep learning.
0: Amen. Beautiful. I, I, I believe those, those words will ring true. Um, farther than you think yeah. so um, be, and because you are leaving next week you know um, and and maybe not everyone's gonna get to catch you on Sunday yeah uh, but maybe they'll they'll check this out later mm-hmm. uh, and any last words you want to share with the th- with anyone in the church or anything like yeah. that just
1: uh, this
0: is your time and <laughs> just let it let it rain and
1: i yeah i have been so thankful for a new, a new baptist uh in the last three years for especially the wednesday night bible studies um i appreciate your preaching so much on those wednesday it's nights just, and uh just the time together with everyone who comes and um and especially a lot of the young adults that yeah. obviously i connect with in, in a yeah. lot of ways um and so just thank you to all those people who have welcomed me in people who have um, you know, taking me out to eat or uh, mm. just spent time with me. And uh, I'm, I'm very thankful for this church and for this place. Um, and like you've said, I, I hope this isn't, you know, goodbye forever. Right. This is until next time, That's right. uh, whatever that looks like. Um, but then also just, if I can leave everyone with some prayer requests too, as That's I good. transition, That's good. Um, just the, as I go forward. So um, it's, two weeks from yesterday that i'll get on a plane um so the first of september mm-hmm. um to get to go home actually for a couple okay. weeks before then moving to korea and so uh, just praying for rest and rejuvenation uh at home um in that that time um getting to spend time with family uh to meet my nephew and mm, just all those things yeah. um do some things that i haven't done in a while um and then for um when I get to Korea, just being able to find new friends and yes. a new biblically sound church yes. uh, to be yes. a part of. Um, and uh, just those things that are very important, but sometimes hard to find. I think there's there's parts of me that um, are dreading the transition. Um, yeah. and Appreciate your honesty. Yeah, yeah. when yeah. I was um, doing the process to, to kind of find my new job last fall, um, I remember feeling like, there's no way looking at this that i i could leave like i can't do this again mm. um and i was in an, a not great place like in in that time which i think contributed some to it but if i'm honest that's that's still there like yeah. that desire to not yeah. uproot everything yeah. again and just move like it, it's exhausting yeah. um i know it's what what i'm supposed to do i know it's what god has for me i know it's what the military has decided and so for all those reasons like mm. i'm going to go and i'm i'm excited for it like I think that's the hardest part is that there's such a mix of emotions. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just, just praying for those things, for mm. new friends, for a new church, um, those things that are grounding, the things that um, make it all easier, uh, doesn't take yeah. away the challenges of that. But yeah. um, those are some of the challenging parts, that, that connection, that importance. And so, um, yeah, that. And then just reminding coworkers, opportunities to, to share the gospel with them and if that, they aren't believers. that's right. That's um, right. That's and right. then, yeah, in, in all that, peace. Uh, because that's I think good. that's something that um, the gospel promises, right? When At the coming of Christ, uh, the, the message to, to the, uh, the shepherds was peace. Mm. Uh, and so mm. just it's something I've thought about a lot, too, and just would ask that people pray for for me uh, mm. is peace Amen. despite all the different changes and um, the different emotions that will come and go, um, the new culture, the language, all those things that I'm going to experience um, and just wherever, wherever that goes next. So.
0: That is so good. Thank you for sharing with us just how we can pray for you, Meg. Yeah. Again, this is not goodbye forever. It's uh, shoots and <laughs> see you soon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why don't we do this? Can I read the text that uh, one of the texts is that I think just keeps coming to my mind as you shared it, you emphasized more on it was the Second Corinthians 1215 mm-hmm. I'm going to read it and then yes. we're going to pray for you. Okay. And, and we'll be, we'll be done.
1: pow (laughs) pow pow, that's right
0: second corinthians chapter 12 verse 15 i will most gladly spend and be spent for your souls let's pray for our sister Uh, god right now in this moment today and even in the car rides or wherever this is being listened to and this prayer is being prayed would you hear us from heaven we thank you so much for megan In her life. Thank you for saving her by grace. For sanctifying her by grace. And sending her, Lord. Thank you for sending her to us here at Nu'uanu. And we pray that as she readies her heart to be sent to the next place that you've prepared for her. We pray now that you would give her the rest she needs. The recovery in this time at home. Uh, Fill her, Lord, in any area that she is lacking. Um... Restore her, restore the joy of salvation. Uh, let time at home be incredibly therapeutic, incredib- incredibly, incredibly uh, grounding. That when come time to leave and go to her next mission, her heart is strong. Strengthen her, Lord. Give her that peace that she's spoken about earlier. Uh, assure her heart, Lord, and remove the fears. Remove anxiety. We pray that she would be expectant, because you are a sovereign, providential God who orchestrates all things for your glory and our good. That right now, even today, you are preparing the church that she's going to be a part of. Uh, You're preparing the past. You know the people that she's going to come into contact with. You've done this time and time again, as we've heard in her story this morning, how you would show up uh, in ways that she did not expect in places and with people that she didn't think. And so you're going to do that again because that's who you are. Um, And that's how you roll. And so continue, God, to do it. Send godly friends and pastors and brothers and sisters around her. Um, Prepare the way, Lord Jesus. And we pray that as you fill her up and send her out, that the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ would be that much more um, right there at the tip of her tongue, burning on her heart, beautiful feet, Lord, send her now. And help her, Lord, in her life, in her practice, and through her words, through her occupation, and through all sorts of other means, being all things to all men, that some may be saved. Would you now fill her up, Lord, with joy, that gladness as she spends herself and is being spent for souls, for eternity, for the kingdom of God. And may all of us who are listening today be strengthened and encouraged to do the same. We love you, Lord. Thank you for our church, Ohana, here. And thank you for these stories and these gems. And ultimately, thank you for you, Jesus Christ, crucified, risen, ascending, calling us home into glory. Um, Your kingdom come, your will be done. And we pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Love you, Meg. Thanks for joining us today. And we'll see you guys later.